0: Welcome to the Port Charles update with your hosts Mish and Mel. Hello. Hello,
1: hello. How are you?
0: I'm good. Welcome back. See, it means nothing because, like, no one knows they don't where know. we are. Yeah.
1: I was in America, and, and in America, Canada. You know yeah. what? I almost wanted to put a message on our page and be like. Are there any fans, Port Charles fans, hanging out, want to go for a drink or dinner?
0: <laughs> oh, that would have been cute. But she was in Vegas because you didn't tell anybody where you were going. <laughs> Canadians are smarter than that. We don't think America is one place, like, one <laughs> coffee shop.
1: <laughs> yes, we give our fans credit. Thank you.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. I really want to talk about this because, like, they they put it on the TV and I, and I was like, okay, what? I was like, people must have opinions on this. Okay. So, like, I feel a type of way about Portia. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, the thing is, do you remember <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that she went to a coffee shop to process Britt's death? Yes. Right, like so, she like went there for that reason, and even Trina was concerned enough to tell Curtis where she was. Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and and then that whole interaction took a turn toward themselves.
1: And didn't he give her a plant?
0: And he gave her yeah, or towels or whatever. And so yeah, and so (laughs) then I felt a little awkward that Mm -hmm. she's at work. Everyone's, like, preparing for this memorial. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, no, I can't attend. I'm just backed up with wedding planning. (laughs) I'm like, it's at
1: work. Like, it's at your job.
0: (laughs) And I was just like, okay. Okay. And everyone's just like, cool, like, congrats. And then, like, what I thought was even weirder, Portia, later on, opens her mouth hole to Jordan and Mm -hmm. actually says the words, do you mind giving all of Britt's family her condolences because my (laughs) wedding plans got backed up. And then Jordan says, I'm sure they'll understand. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Is this thing on? Because I can tell you that if my loved one died, like my daughter, okay. And you came up to tell me, I'm sorry. Like, Portia gives her condolences. She wanted to be here but needed to do some wedding planning. I'd be like, these are things I don't need to know. I don't even need her condolences, period. I don't need to know about her, okay? She opted out. I don't need to know. But I just couldn't get over that. I was like, is this actually happening? Like, I just thought it was so weird. I'm like, why did we even need to intertwine, like, Brit and Portia? Especially that they gave her a special coffee seed where she was sad about Brit.
1: I know. I feel like, okay, you know your first approach? Like, I'm going to analyze you now. Your first approach mm-hmm. about Portia when we started the podcast, it's, it's normally the same tone and way you speak about Curtis. So it's like they're very much showing that they're so similar in terms of personality and the way they see the world and how it revolves around them.
0: Oh, but the thing is, I, you know what? I shouldn't I should've even have asked that question because I think I know, right? It fits <laughs> with who they're making Portia right now. Yeah. Right. Like when Portia started the show, she was super like poised, you know, a little overprotective of like Trina. And then like she found middle ground with Ava, you know, and then she had her whole like Curtis thing. Like, oh, my gosh, I had an affair with you. I love you. I still love you. I'm around you. But then everything has taken a turn. So many lies like she's twisting and turning and she is a complete mess. And you could tell by her constant high pitched tone. Yes. (laughs) Like, I'm like, is the high pitched tone making you blind to the awkwardness and to like all of Stella's Stella's Stella'sness? Like I just, anyways, I just couldn't believe it. But even the fact that like she's super defensive, like she's the fact that she even thinks for a second that Jordan wants Curtis.
1: I know that made me like want to barf because I'm like, really, you really can't see that this woman doesn't give two ounces about No, him.
0: <laughs> no, it's like she admitted I had feelings for you, but she's accepted it. She's like, no, thanks, this is not what this is about. I can, I can <laughs> go on. Trust, I just <laughs> believe in me. I can go on. But what I love the most is I love that every time Jordan wants to talk, she makes it seem. Like, it's about paternity, and then it's not, and Portia loses her mind, and it amuses it me to no end. Well, that's the
1: thing. Like, I think Jordan was so funny this week. Like, not intentionally, but exactly that. Her facial expressions, the way she pauses. She was good. Uh, that scene, so. like that story you posted. Um. So
0: so good like like <laughs> Jordan was amazing and like it gets heated and so i feel like okay cool like it's getting heated it's obviously ramping up it's coming yes. to a head and they even flash back to all the things that Jordan did for her family and it was interesting to have her kind of like say that like you have no idea what i've done for your family like to keep yes. yours together and I was like, "It's true, you know. Like while you're being blamed in the background for being obsessed with Curtis, she's been like doing all this stuff, and she's getting angry. Like she's getting really annoyed." And mm-hmm. I also love the way she like hints it at Curtis. Like I just, I just <laughs> hope that you two like work out. It's all good. You'll know soon enough. And and <laughs> she kind of like. I mean, if you want Curtis to know like Stella's the way I'm dying. Oh, oh my God. gosh. I wish I print screened it. Cause somebody, somebody had commented. They're like something about like, there's, there's telephones, telegraphs and Stella just being like, <laughs> by even having this conversation with Stella, you've basically just like, you know, outed the whole damn thing, which I think is so funny. So like, what did you think about that? So, okay, so one, they get caught in the act. Trina and Stella catch them in their fight.
1: They did a good job of kind of diverting the situation.
0: They did, because I felt like they just started throwing out random facts. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I was like, I go, good enough, good enough. Um, But the thing is, earlier, Trina and Stella start talking DNA. Yep. And it looked like Stella was piecing things together. But... I thought so, too. <laughs> but not she was like oh my gosh like my person disappeared oh you ch- oh, okay this is interesting and then when stella goes to talk to jordan <laughs> that was like start of that scene early start it was flipping
1: amazing what did you love the most about it
0: okay first of all i'm looking at my notes and i forgot about this part because i loved watching stella guess wrong but yes. initially i forgot that Stella was like, is this about, like, a, a supposed, like, love child or something? Ooh. And I was like, what? You're, what? Like, I, anyways, so, like, there was something like that that I just, I just loved it. There were so many breadcrumbs. Jordan was very careful. But she was careful, but giving breadcrumbs. And she was yes. basically saying what need to be said, but I think my all-time favorite was, like, just Jordan's face.
1: Oh my god, face acting star all the way. She was freaking awesome.
0: It was so good. And then when like Stella's listening, she's like, I, I honestly could not believe that was her guest. She's like, Are Portia and Curtis related to each other? And I'm like, <laughs> what? Well, and keep then going. it's like, yeah, and that's the thing. Jordan is like, okay, looks like this will be here a little longer. <laughs> and she keeps going and she's watching Stella. Like she even drops the hint, like like people only disappear when they remove their profile and then she's like wait a second trina removed their profile and then she and then the, the fact that she kept going she's like but how could i so this is about me and trina but like how could i be related to trina if i'm not related to tiger or portia and i'm like
1: oh my okay, word
0: are we gonna get there so we got there we got there And I'm sorry, but, like, Stella is, like, this is, like, so restraint for Stella.
1: I was shocked. Shocked that she didn't see it the first moment she laid eyes on Portia.
0: But Portia's delusional, right? Because she walked in on them. And from that moment on, Estella's been acting weird. And she's bending over backwards trying to pretend that nothing's wrong. And this is why she keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. Because she doesn't want to talk about it. She's like, oh, my gosh, thank you for coming. I'm so grateful to be a part of your family. Do you want to wear this jewelry? Do you want to be in my family and then give it to Trina? Because we want to be together forever. Do you want us to be together forever? She's like, do you regret lying to to your – everything's fine. (laughs) It's fine and I mean she's bending over backwards like she's acting so bizarre.
1: You know it's so great to watch because like I'm replaying it as you say it and we know what's going on on the sidelines. We predicted potentially Spencer he's already eyes open about his dad. We have Trina. We Mm. have the custody thing Mm. and then she's going to learn that her parent lied to her, kept a very big secret about her childhood and not letting her get to know Curtis and that's you know, I just see, you know, her getting pushed closer and closer and closer to Spencer and hopping on board with this whole custody thing and being married and especially that comment that um, Portia made with Stella, like, oh, Trina's wedding is a long, 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 long,
0: long, time ago. <gasps> <I just laughs> or, long, time ago. <laughs> I just got goosebumps. I just got goosebumps.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Yes, that hint is right there. But it's so true, though, because like as much as like You know, like, I love the way that Trina supports Spencer. Mm -hmm. And she does ask all the right questions. I think what was striking, and honestly, I just feel like, oh, every time I watch, like, Spencer, Trina, or, or watch, like, a Joss scene, like, there's just, there's, there's, like, this transition into adulthood. Like, I know this sounds so silly, but the scenes with Joss today, the fact that she was filmed from outside a window in I was yes. like, oh my gosh, they only do that with, like, adult scenes. Like, she's like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. there's this, and even Sonny made the point of saying something like The Next Generation, even though he said it to, like, The Baby. Yes. To the new baby. But mm-hmm. I, you can, you feel it, you know, and it's really weird because it's like, you know, we started watching when we were young. We kind of grew up watching like Elizabeth as the teenagers, and we kind of grew up with those people. But it's so weird being like at this age and actually witnessing the transition of like certain younger characters beginning to take more center stage. It's weird because it's just weird because I'm more conscious of it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like exactly like that. Like we grew up together and now we're hanging out with their kids.
0: Like, it's yes, exactly. It's so strange. And so like when I watched like Trina Spencer, you know, like she, it was like, what was jarring to me was hearing her go. I have no illusions about Ava.
1: I was shocked about that too. Yeah. I was
0: pretty impressed. Yeah. That really pulled me in. But again, she asked all the right questions in terms of like, why would your father record that also i love that they re-recorded it i know we do (laughs) and also like why would ava do this but what i thought was so funny watching that video is that like it's weird because like the video is a lie Mm -hmm. but now it kind of accounts for the gap that sma is missing right but it's not that time frame it's from the initial missing not the later missing It's the first missing. It's the first missing. But I'm like, it has nothing to do with her recent disappearance, even though he has everything to do with her recent disappearance. So there's so many things about that video that I'm like, wow, that is twisted, so twisted. So twisted. And and the thing about like Trina's support and you, it's it's from what you just said, like, you know, she she kind of questioned Spencer and said, "Are you really ready to do this? Like, you love your dad."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and she can come from that healthy place because she is a healthy place it's kind of her experience it's all she knows mm-hmm. and I am wondering what's it, what is it going to feel like for Trina to like feel betrayed from someone so important because she had a little bit of it I, what is it that she found out she found out about the affair I think she found out something mm-hmm. that made her mad at her mom she found out something from Stella yes Once and that was rough for her, but this is like even bigger. And I am and I'm so curious from exactly what you just said what will this experience of feeling like really hurt and and like how will this influence how you see Spencer and like will it change her opinions, right? Because we have all of her opinions so far, we've seen how she supported Spencer, but I'm so interested because even today we've watched Spencer crossover like we watched spencer like become like in that moment
1: okay so when you talked about spencer just kind of coming into his own
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know he got called a casadine okay
0: yeah that that sh- that like shook me as much as it shook spencer because you saw it right like spencer appeared in control up until the moment his father said that and then you can see the pain
1: There was pain, but what I am hoping, just from a Mm -hmm. visual standpoint and the growth of his character and the direction that he's hoping to take, having custody of his sibling, you know, potentially doing this with Trina, purchasing his own home. (gasps) The visual in itself, (laughs) the visual in itself, he was wearing a white shirt. Yeah. Nicholas was wearing a black suit. Even though he called him a Casadine, he is no Nicholas. He is no Victor. He is going to redefine and take back that name. So it is not something you call somebody who is dark and evil. Oh my
0: gosh. I have goosebumps. (laughs) Twice today. Wow. I'm so I know my legs are on fire guys, (laughs) but it's only my legs that are goosing. I don't know why. I don't know what's up with that, but like also from what you're saying, like when I think about this, remember because, because like, because when I watch, I watch when Nicholas comes back into like, that's, that's my experience with the Cassidines. My experience with the Castadines began with like Nicholas and Stefan, right? Yes. And then I slowly learned all the rest of the history. So I remember that cat, like Nicholas was the good Castadine, remember? Yes, Like he started out that way. I remember the Cassidine was like, like Nicholas was, was with his uncle and they lived in, you know, in the castle Mm-hmm. and now I had a vision, because you kept talking about visual, but I'm like, wait a minute. Like, if Spencer gets a sibling, and I think he might land on his sibling, in a, I think he might come to his sibling in possibly a more tragic way, but I could see Spencer maybe with the baby, but, like, maybe Trina and all of them moving into Spoon Island. Like, if it hits the fan. Like, I mean, with Trina evil! has... Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I got excited They're all castling it up together?
1: What? Oh my God. Okay, okay. So I'm having a flash and I'm also having goosebumps at the moment. I am not on fire, but I'm having some goosebumps. So there is a scene with Ava and Austin, how she's saying she's always, like she's used to taking care of herself. She's used to being on her own, okay? But exactly what you're saying, like her saying that leads me to believe that she knows how to pick and choose her family like Trina Mm -hmm. And that making peace with Spencer, this new baby, like being able to share that wisdom that she has as like she's changed and become this awesome mom and mentor, like holy Toledo, I can see like all of it play out.
0: Because like we always, we were looking for a way that Spencer and Ava will come back together because we know how the relationship started and we've been kind of waiting for them to come back around that way, but they will. But I think it might be like, look, it's not at all coming out how I expected Mm -hmm. um you know with nicholas like that scene between spencer and nicholas was interesting because they went head to head but they allowed laura to stay the whole time yeah and i didn't i didn't know if laura was gonna stay because when he asked trina to leave like we knew that he had like something on nicholas and i never thought for a second he would reveal that in front of laura But the point is, the point is, she remains in that conversation the whole time. Yes. And the way he revealed the video (gasps) to Nicholas was freaking amazing. It was so, so, so good. And so, again, he like, he did not reveal for Lord. But like i I honestly, it was like, what is going on? Like so she stays the whole time. She's running a back mm-hmm. and forth between these two. They're going head to head. It was just so intense. But like, I felt for Nicholas because in that moment, like I understand, I think we can all understand like what exactly Spencer is saying. But there's mm-hmm. a layer to it that he is yet to understand. Like it was hard watching him say what he learned from his father. But when Nicholas stood there and going, you can't take my child from me, and even mm-hmm. Laura was like, Spencer, I don't think you understand what that even means to do mm-hmm. this. I really felt for Nicholas.
1: Really? Because I didn't. I felt the other way around. Like I'm such a
0: sucker. You and it's are it's not even for the same him. one. And it's not even like the same one at all.
1: Because I was like, dude, you're getting a taste of your own medicine. You're talking to your son, who's acting like more of an adult than you are at the moment, and you're whining and crying. In this moment, I felt like he looked so small, because you left your son. Your feeble you feeble att- Your feeble attempts at reconnecting. You made such poor choices time and time and time again. It was disgusting. And the fact that Spencer... Held it together. He held his own. He held that eye contact. And the thing is, it was dagger, 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 dagger. And yes, you should damn well feel something because it should hurt right now. But Maybe
0: I'm you No, no, no. But do you know why I felt bad for him? Why? Like, you can see how, like, gutted and sad he was. It's when he was standing in front of Laura and he was saying, like, I lost everything and he talks about like Ava she took my son he says all these things and again he did mm-hmm. all the bad stuff but what was getting to me was he's finished like listen to what he was saying to Laura he was gutted he was sad he said i love you you're the best mom ever
1: okay fine and i
0: and i felt really sad <laughs> because i'm like i'm like he, that like that feels like a goodbye like whether it's intentional or not yes that way it's like it's over that's why i'm worried because it's like we already know that like that the pre like marcus coloma he was supposed to he didn't finish or complete his scenes right so his scenes ended in january and then they hired this actor to complete his scenes so for me i'm like to complete his scenes like what's the plan here exactly so i mean look i mean i i don't It would be hard, because the whole, like, Brit dying... Apparently, do you remember the Emmys? So, the Emmys were, like, back in June. Yes. Okay, so from then, that's when the actress knew she was being killed off.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: So, the decision was made back then. But then it's like, we had a real death on the show. And that was unexpected around the holidays. Epiphany. Yeah. So, it's like, I don't know when they're going to address Epiphany. You've had Brit recently... Like, we've had all these other kind of, like, you know, deaths because of the hook attack. Like, part of me is just, like, you can't possibly do this because it's getting really dark right now. Right? I feel that like,
1: way, too. It's a lot for that town and people to handle as as, as watching and in there. Like, it's a lot.
0: And, like, Nicholas has died twice. So, you've got to make a decision. <laughs> you know, like, does he disappear? Or is he gone, gone? Because if you take him out again, like, I'm sorry. Like, it's been three times. This is the third time. Maybe it sticks the third time. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. So it's like, and the way that he went to to Ava, like, I actually feel like he has nothing left to lose. And Mm -hmm. Ava made it clear when she was talking to Austin that she typically, like, the, when she, I forget her wording, but like when she goes after someone, something like "no mercy" or or, or something alluding to the fact like you're dead, like if you cross me, it's <laughs> over. So, I don't know what's gonna go down between them, but I think it might be messy because M- Nicholas is a little out of control right now.
1: He is. Those are really good observations. We we'll just have to keep a close eye on
0: Nicholas. Yeah, so I'm yeah, so I'm really concerned about what's going on there, and I don't know like that will tip Spencer over the edge because he's gone through a lot of trauma, been disappointed countless times, and I don't know like I'm I'm just kind of worried about like how Nicholas will like depart or what role Nick Spencer may or could have, or could there be like a cover up? Like I'm just I don't know.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Like a cover up and leaving for a while because we also have Victor in all of this who, you know, has threatened him multiple times that maybe he just needs to get out of Dodge for a while.
0: Yeah, but I guess for me, I'm thinking like, obviously, it can't go down this way because Ava and Spencer made a truce. Like, obviously, it scared Trina when she walked in and she saw (laughs) them together. Um but it's just like what if something happens like what if Ava did something what if like Spencer covers it up and what if that's the reason Mm. they bond further you know what I mean like the same thing that split up Nicholas and Ava is like the thing that brings Spencer and Ava together because him holding Esme captive legit could have been the thing to to bring them together yes but Nicholas does the opposite of things
1: (laughs) he does oh my gosh that scene with him and Elizabeth what did you think about that Oh, I
0: don't know. Like, like, (laughs) like she she calls him on it, and he tries to play dumb as much as he can. Mm -hmm. But you, I. But you know what kind of surprised me? It was the fact that like Elizabeth had a limit. Like I was actually surprised. surprised, Yeah. Like I was surprised. Like I was surprised. There's a part of her that didn't go like, dude. Like we need to brainwash as me. Like there was a part of me that like (laughs) thought like, like. I don't know. She's trying to stay to jail. Like she has three boys.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I remember how hard she convinced Finn not to confess on his crime. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Anywho, so like she talks to him, but obviously, like, I think also when I watched her conversation with Finn, she acknowledges that she's been in a bad place and maybe has slowly come out of it but not really like she's struggling still and she's still figuring things out but yeah so basically like i was surprised because now it's taking a turn and also scaring me right because elizabeth is pulling away like she went as far as to like hold a woman captive and now she's like no brainwashing is out of the question She could have a trauma (laughs) 20 years from now. Like,
1: okay, sure. She could sleepwalk, man. That's bad. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like one day she could sleepwalk and that's not good.
0: Like, to be honest, like Esme is like her best self right now. (laughs) Oh my God.
1: Normie Esme is like the highlight of my week.
0: I love her. You know what I mean? It's so crazy. Like, you know what I mean? How quick that turnaround is. So, I mean, okay. So, Elizabeth has like, like she, she, her conscious conscious <laughs> 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 her conscience has kicked in so I mean now I'm seeing that as a clue of Nicholas's demise the fact that like she turned on him and all of a sudden now feels so free to tell Finn everything and when I saw that happen I was like oh my gosh are they really like reversing whatever decision and pushing these two back together
1: I would like them back together because now Ava has Austin. So I no longer want Ava with Finn.
0: Exactly. But, but, like, we're going to see how Finn processes this. Because remember, like, he was, like, a stickler for, like, let's go to the police at one point yeah for stuff so it's like we'll see how he deals with elizabeth i don't think he's gonna want her to go confess particularly because he hates nick and i love that he calls him nick and he's not gonna want elizabeth like to go to jail because he's like well then i'll have to take care of her boys and i've got enough going on and so and so i don't think he'll want that to happen but i do wonder what would a jordan finn pairing look like
1: Ooh. huh? i never thought about them <laughs>
0: Especially since like (laughs) Curtis and Finn are sort of friends, it's funny. I think it's funny. I think Curtis, (laughs) Curtis can use. I know it's so bad. I'm like Curtis can totally like. And Jordan, Jordan could totally use a Finn situation.
1: That's true.
0: And the bonus of like, yeah, Curtis. I'm fine. I'm very over all of this, okay? Did did it not work out? How'd the wedding go? (laughs) 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 I missed it. What what were the highlights, lowlights? What happened? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, no, because remember ages ago, um, I forget what happened, but Finn was, like, devastated. I don't know if this was, like, the Reiko times and, like, Elizabeth was being questioned or whatnot, but, like, Jordan had walked into his office. Yes. and yes. saw him on the floor and immediately I was like hmm she opened a door to Finn's <laughs> office they should probably hook up it was all there all the hey. ingredients of a hot <laughs> steamy romance <laughs> just right in front of us so any, Opening, any moment now
1: <laughs> yes exactly no but that would be a hot parry for sure
0: yeah something fun like that because they've been mixing it up but they did it kind of like swiftly and firmly. They're like, you know what? We, like, that's enough. Ava, Austin, hang out. Like, they were just very, like, like, this <laughs> week I fought, like, the decisions, be like, new groupings everybody, let's go. I felt like they were like, let's do this, let's mix it up.
1: I like that. I also would like to see, like, I love relationshipy things, but it's been a long time since we've seen, like, a flingy thing, like, Brit and, uh, Like an affair? Union. No, not yeah. an affair, like, like, a, like a hot fling.
0: Okay. Somebody needs to be flung. Flung. Someone <laughs> needs to be flung. That sounds like a plan. So we'll see what happens there. Oh,
1: before we leave Ava and Austin, Mason enters the scene in the alleyway. And the yeah. conversation before we get to that scene outside was talking about finding somebody's weak spot. So in that yeah. moment, we know that, you know, Ava's potentially Austin's weak spot. And you were talking about what could bring Spencer and Ava even closer together and what if it's saving Ava from Mason or something along those lines maybe interesting just putting it out there
0: there is something there like Mason I don't know he's a bit like of a useless thing right now I'm not sure so I'm waiting for him to like (laughs) show us your worth man because all the (laughs) lollipops and taunting Austin I've had enough like now that like Austin well I think that's the whole thing I think like austin and avid like that's their bonding point like he's gonna go and try to get like tips on how to get rid of things yeah (laughs) something to that effect okay back to you mel (laughs) okay
1: Okay, thank you we're heading back to gh hospital right now and we're gonna report to you on willow
0: okay um if anyone's listening and that transition sounded <laughs> Abrupt and weird. It's not. It took a long time to curate that actually. So, just so everybody's aware. Okay. So, like, so we're back at the hospital. Carly shares the news with Drew, right? That's where we last left off. So, Nina was last left off watching people hug. And you know, she cannot mind her business when she sees people hugging. Caressing is her trigger. <laughs> okay. So, so even though at first she acts all sketch and hides behind the corner, she gets mm. bold and was like, here I am. You two look cozy and happy and I don't.
1: Peekaboo. Like
0: it. <laughs> yes, I, I love that. That's so much better. I just find it funny like she starts because like that's the thing with her like she's just a cartoon you know like her everything is so simple like I was the bad guy but now I'm not the bad guy because you did something bad and if you just (laughs) bad that I'm good so now that I'm the good guy and I see you I get to yell at you and you cannot judge me for it that's what's happening so she starts (laughs) raging at Carly and she's like you can't possibly be judging me I'm like honestly A little judgment is way better than Carly pointing out that you're at the hospital to visit your daughter that you have no freaking access to. You know? I don't know. We'll use Sunny's phrasing. You're almost daughter. I don't know. It was a weird... (laughs) It was a weird term that he threw in. So so Nina does that to, like, Drew and Carly. And then later, Drew kind of seems alarmed. He's like, so she seems... A little unhinged. And do you think she knows about us? So now they're starting to worry. And part of me is like, okay, let me let me roll with this story that you could get in trouble with the SEC. Even mm-hmm. though Ned came to the hospital for Willow, for Michael, and said, We are family first. Yes. At this point, we know that like Ned is the only one who's made that threat. So everyone to this day, is hiding the relationship because Ned could rat them out. Yes. Like, let's be real. Would Ned actually cross that line and report Michael's mom during this whole, like, ordeal? No. I don't don't buy that, right? But they're still acting like it's a thing. And then they're talking, and they're like, do you think she sees us together? Do you think she knows? Because I was sort of taken aback that, like, I mean, the whole thing with Carly is that Sonny is no longer Sonny. But yes. then she told him a really big thing about her and Drew. It was a lot of leverage she handed over to him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, Sonny is, like, dating Nina. And he's like, oh, no, you're full on in the loop. Because Sonny is forcing her into his life <laughs> and forcing her on other people. And trying his best to be like, if I keep forcing it, no one will notice. And it'll be super normal. I'm just going to keep acting like this is all good. And so he did tell her. And then it was so weird watching Drew and Carly talk about this. And also I found it funny that they outlined the story. Like they actually had Drew and Carly walk through the whole, like, Sunny could not have told Nina about the SCC thing.
1: But I love what Carly had to say about Nina, that she she has no uh, impulse control. So she would have said something Mm -hmm. right away. She's not like holding that in her pocket or anything.
0: Oh, she is sort of right though. It it means right? that like Nina won't come up with the idea until later. <laughs> like until <laughs> I I th- I think that's what it is. Like she won't come up with that specific idea until she's been reminded of it. Yes, absolutely. So okay. So, so Nina goes off in a huff. And she bumps into Sonny. But let's not forget, Sonny had our, had just come from talking to Willow. And he does this really weird thing. It's like he says like he wants his son back, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Sunny and Michael obviously have that like thing about like Nicholas and Spencer. It's familiar, right? And the something that Spencer had been saying today was like, how come I'm always second? How come I'm not a priority? yes and you know michael's not a child he's an adult he has his own family but like i find like sunny wasn't really prioritizing him he was prioritizing kind of like nina a lot in this scenario and so like when he went in to talk and they kind of like like michael went back to being a little bit cold he's like what are you doing here Mm -hmm. because he had initially started a conversation with willow and then they told him like that the baby would be born and then Sonny is like acting delusional, and he's just like, so, so Nina and I are we like we're gonna be welcome or not welcome to see the baby? It was really weird. Like he made this assumption that like, oh, we are talking. Yes. So me and Nina, we're gonna see the baby, right? And then they got all awkward, and I was just like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like you know, it's the same. It's exact same attitude he had in the park where he pretended nothing ever happened and walked straight up to Wiley to kind of give Nina that access and just sort of act like, well, I've accepted her, so everyone else has to, and I'm just going to, like, play this along. And he keeps getting, like, rebuffed at every turn.
1: Yes, I love it. And
0: I'm just like okay and then when he goes to talk to nina she's all angry about like carly and i mean a lot of people who care about nina have been urging her to like shift away from her anger and ava Mm. did the best job because not only did she not try to like redirect her away from her anger and try to get her to focus on what's important ava called her out for what she was truly doing, that it was easier to focus on her anger toward Carly than to face what's been painful. And I feel like that's the realest thing anybody has said to this woman in forever.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: When she is with Sonny and she expresses her anger, she starts to say things like, well, first of all, when Sonny, when she's like, Oh, she forgave him already. And, and he was like, well, Drew's that kind of guy. And I'm like, Sonny, you were mad at Nina for like two seconds. Like two seconds, and it was so strange. And then out of nowhere, she's like, Since when are you and like Drew best friends? He's like, I'm not. Like it's really weird. Like she really tries to cultivate the us versus them situation when Sunny doesn't necessarily have much animosity with Drew, other than just the fact that, like, you know, he's dating Carly and he just puffed up his chest and tried to like make Drew feel like insignificant initially. Mm -hmm. But then she kind of says to him, like, war is inevitable.
1: Yeah. And her eyes, were uh, eye
0: thing. Mhm. And so right away he's like, "No, like you know what I mean? Like we're not doing this." And two seconds later he's like, "What are you thinking? Like what are you planning?" And immediately she's like, "Never mind, n- nothing." <laughs> I, I didn't That's mean good. that. Like, And I was just like, and you expect him to believe that, but I'm just really, really curious because I'm down for a war. Like I, I'm like, where are you going to take this? Like, honestly, like, oh, where I are you going to go with this? Okay.
1: I think I have some clues. There was a lot of nuggets okay. in her eulogy. Did you notice?
0: I, I want you to tell me, because when I saw her eulogy, I was like, Week. I was like, because she's <laughs> like, I... I Because she's like, you know, the whole idea that she didn't know her for long. I'm like, yeah, it shows in your eulogy. It was very, like, generic.
1: It was very genetic. Genetic. (laughs) 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 I'll start that again. It was very generic. Mm -hmm. However, it was really interesting what she chose to refer to. I've read this book, The Art of War. So we hear her talk about war. And she's reading a book or read a book, The Art of War. And the things that she said within her sermon, her speaking about the art of war, her talking about war early, and I felt like it was giving us nuggets to her journey. She talks Uh about specific lines in the book. She says, you know, live your life like dark and impenetrable as night. When you move, fall like a thunderbolt, unexpected and unforgivable. And you're the one that brought up. That, you know, potentially here, there's a situation where somebody's going to get shot. And when I said, mm-hmm. when you move, fall like a thunderbolt. I was like, ooh. <clears throat> ooh. And it is unexpected and unforgivable. Sunny will no longer forgive her, obviously.
0: <laughs> okay. Because, like, when you read those words, I'm like, okay. So she did say those words. Because I was listening to her, and I heard some <laughs> words. And I was just being like, Huh? Like I just remember thinking, like this is you supposed to be eulogizing Brit, and I was like, what? Like I just did not understand the narrative. She was because the thing is, like, let's be fair. Like the memorial was about Brit, and it was beautiful, but they panned to Nina a lot, yes. and you know what I mean. And and so a lot of that was also, um about Nina's journey, right? Because Britt's life is about somebody who redeemed themselves. Like, who she was when she started on the show is drastically different from the woman she left. Like, who she was when she died. So that was also really cool. You know what I mean? Like, this is what makes Britt's character amazing and really cool is that we got that reflected. And I mean, I loved Brad's speech, you know, about who she was as a person and that he acknowledged her character flaws. Like, he said she was mean, she was this. She was all of those things, but he talked about like who she became, but I loved how he said she was always the same person. Like she was always my best friend. And even Scott's version where he said, now you all know her big secret was that she had a big heart.
1: I know. You know, all, but those felt so honest. Whereas Nina was so surface and it's just taking me back a little bit to what you're saying. Like Nina's opening line. Like I didn't know Brit that well, like there's so many layers to that because it's like, no, you couldn't relate to Brit because exactly that, Brad said Brit was who she was, but she also took responsibility for her actions, which is something that Nina cannot mm-hmm. understand nor relate to. So saying that she didn't know her that well was so multi-layered.
0: It really, really was. And, like, she's like, Liesl asked me to speak. And I'm like, why? (laughs) Like, why? (laughs) But, no, you're making me feel normal now. Because when I was watching it, I was like, I don't connect to this. Like, it felt so about Nina and not about Brit, that speech. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think of just how Nina has, like, conducted herself ultimately. Like, even when it comes to Willow. Notice, like, she always says, my daughter mine yes you know like even in like that's the point like i and i love how they're doing it because it's all so subtle right these in all these different situations like with the willow situation or even in this memorial she makes it about herself and even like when she like when Sunny and her parted ways and she was waiting for Liesl she makes a spectacle she stands front of the elevator and is out loud talking to herself Liesl oh my gosh like where are you like she turns it into like a crisis like I'm here <laughs> where are you you're another person I have to like take care of in air quotes yes. Um, it's just so strange but no I definitely see that there was definitely a lot of a a lot of meaning in the way that Brit was eulogized, which honestly, like, she deserves it. It honored her. But there was a lot of, I think, like you said, messaging and clues about Nina's road. And we've all said it, you know, the one thing missing with Nina is just, like, essentially, like, accountability and responsibility. Um, But but look, do, do all characters have to redeem themselves? I know, right? I'm okay with the bad guy right like i'm kind of okay with it it kind of makes it like interesting um but i think brit's memorial was beautiful um yes. just going back to sunny for one second um i was wondering about this and then there was a sunny spencer scene cuz like spencer's living with sunny and i never i don't know like we've never really addressed how S- how spencer feels right like he lost his dad who pretended yes. he was dead and Sonny was like a really important figure to him and mm-hmm. was dead but really wasn't oh yeah um and I don't know how he feels about Nina uh
1: well I think we got a clue a little bit about how Spencer feels about that whole situation when Sonny sat down beside him and it's one of my favorite lines he's like thanks but I know you're here for Sunny for Nina
0: That's exactly it. I was like, wow, because I really liked that I had the thought, and then I actually just got my answer. So that was kind of amazing, Um, but it was true, and you can't really deny that. Sunny was there to support Nina, who lost a relative. She sort of barely knew and didn't give a lot of attention to. (laughs) Meanwhile, you know, Brit served as like a mother figure to Spencer, who had a relationship with her. That was also something that was striking to me. Is that if you contrast like like Nina to like a Brad, like he had a real relationship with her. Scott had a real genuine relationship with her. And honestly, it takes me to the, to the scenes with like her and Michael, where it's like, she talks about Willow, but like Michael has a real live relationship with her. But before we get there in terms of like Brit, I couldn't have been thrilled that I was so emotional when, when the surprise was that she was going to be put on the wall.
1: Well, it made it make more sense as to why it was there, and just really coming full circle with who who she is and her, how much of a legend that she is but and will continue to be.
0: That's it, because I feel like with her character, she paved her way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have this the bridge character come on the show. Like, in a million years, do you go, yeah, yeah, yeah? She'll be a legend on the GH wall. No. But the point is she got there and she deserved to be there. That's what's baffling, right? Like who would have seen this coming? This is why her arc on the show has just been phenomenal because she kind of like stole everyone's hearts. I think she really surprised us, her character. She was amazing. And so like her evolution on the show, but also it's like even in her short time, none of us can deny her commitment to the hospital. Like we saw it. Like, we actually all saw it. And for her to be on the wall, I just found it to be a huge deal. Because, like, I mean, it was a big decision for the character to make that choice to leave the show. But to have been on the show, to have put in the work that she did, to have such a unique character that everyone, like, really loved. And she talks about, you know, feeling guilty for taking the character away from everyone. But I just think, like she was legendary. And I think we all felt that like, Oh my gosh, like devastated when she was leaving because she carved out such a space for herself on the show. So I think it's so cool that that was honored because she, she definitely earned that even though she wasn't on the show for 20, but like half that time, like a decade, Mm. it's a lot. And she earned her spot there. It's sad because she's there. She's dead for real. But I just think it was so meaningful that she'd be on the wall. It was meaningful, like watching, Like just that scene with Liesl and having her be on the wall, because we talk a lot about redemption and it's just, there's a lot of that, you know, like she made it, she did it. She came full circle and not just that, you know, like for Liesl knowing that she carved out a real life for herself, like lots of love and all these people. Um, So it was super beautiful. And I think my favorite about all of that was the way that um, Liesl comforted Brad,
1: Oh, it was so lovely. One of my favorite scenes. Um, Some favorite lines come from there. Let's see here. Um, When Brad came in and was talking to her, I just love how she treats him normal. Like it's a sad Mm -hmm. moment, but at the same time, she's just treating him the way that she wants to be treated and they needed that for each other in that moment. Um, What did she say? She's like, she didn't want you fawning all over her. She needed you to make cruel observations about unexpected bystanders, to fetch her another cocktail that did her no good medically, your pathetic state of your love life, <laughs> someone to laugh with.
0: <laughs> I loved all of that because, honestly, I was so worried about Brad and, like, how he would process that. Like, it broke my heart when he's like, why didn't she tell me? And yeah, so I was, I was so happy to have that moment because – that is actually something that Brad can hold on to because I think it's I think it's hard, you know, like she's not there. He doesn't get to have that conversation with her. But he does have Maxi, right? So that's the thing, he's not alone in that,
1: and I love how he honored that moment. Like I seriously started crying when he pulled out that ice cream and cheers the spoons together.
0: I know cause it's like oh. it's like they were a pair, and it's just it's it's heartbreaking. Like my heart breaks for Brad because. Like, she was his person, his everything. So, yeah. It was definitely really, really sad to remember it happened, to know that it was real, and to have, like, this formal goodbye. You know, it sucks.
1: And his favorite, my favorite line of his to end that scene was, I know you weren't aiming for heaven, but unfortunately, I think that's where you would have ended up dying <laughs> a hero. I was like, oh, it's so perfect.
0: Oh, it was amazing that he said that, actually, because it makes me think of harmony. <laughs> where where oh was she like it took me aback I was like wait wait a minute um why is she all in black
1: right okay like I was that. I was thinking the same thing <laughs>
0: Like, I have to admit, like, when this scene started and, like, Willow peels out of herself, I was like, oh, cool, like, really good <laughs> effects. And then two seconds later happened. I was like, never mind. Let's just, let's just keep watching. But then, like, Harmony starts pulling her in. So things that when I kind of took a step back, the fact that she was wearing all black and a lot of people mentioned, like, if you're trying to allure Willow, where's Jonah? Right. Because that's her baby. Like, that would have been the thing to, like, really pull her. And so, um, honestly, I was just sort of waiting. I'm like, I was so nervous. I was like, no, no, Willow. And I just wanted her to, like, push Harmony into the light and just run <laughs> the other yes, direction. Yes. Um, What I thought was hilarious is the fact that she only heard michael's voice and not nina's voice that was amazing that was so freaking amazing like such a perfect detail it was a perfect detail so okay so the thing is like you know michael is enjoying his daughter i'm actually so excited to know like what they're gonna name her um Mm -hmm. i feel like okay in terms of the next generation so remember after the memorial. Maxie and Sasha, P.S. loved watching their scenes and bonding together. Yeah. Go up there with Nina and Sunny, and that's the first time Nina and Sunny lay eyes on their granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then that's when Sunny goes the next generation, and that's what I'm like. Okay, what does this mean? Because think about it. They all came from Brit's memorial, and I feel like on some level, in her arc, in her lifespan, she's gonna have some Britness there. There has to be some kind of a little connection there. Like, return uh-huh. family. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that they went right after there, I feel like there's something there. But either way, you know, like, the baby's born. Everyone's happy. Michael's happy until he finds out that, like, the doctors are looking for him. I thought the scenes of all the Spencer women all together were really cool. Um, especially given that they had, like, the three of them recently. Yes. Absolutely. Like it was Bobby, Carly and Joss, but then this new addition was kind of like, it was just amazing. I mean, that's the whole point of soaps are all generational, but Michael goes down and I like that they address those little details. You know, the idea of like why it's best Carly stay upstairs. Like they're going to be there. Like, let's not do this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But what really struck me is like, again, it's sort of like the Sonny Spencer scene. There's just such a disconnect. Like, you you're you're bragging that you're making headway with your son and I'm wondering if you even remember that your son is worried about his fiance like Michael is sitting there and there's no care like you can't even sense the love you can't even sense the care Whoa. and you can't even sense the support like we understand like you know Nina's been through her stuff okay we know this but this is a complex situation, right? This is a woman that, like, give it a couple of hours ago, like, you hated and had all these awful opinions about. You found out she was your daughter, and then she immediately became your possession. And you immediately were like, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, mine, my mine, mine. My yes. granddaughter is going to save my daughter. But, like... Okay, that's you. But I'm just saying these are two separate things. And like maybe you guys should not have mixed these, this saga with Michael. And maybe you should understand that as much as you feel what you feel, like Michael has a real life with her. Yes. Like a a real one. Like he's got something to lose, like something tan. You know what I mean? A lot more tangible. And I was just like, this is so bizarre. So when Michael comes down, again. I'm just like, dude. What are you doing, Sunny? And like the blind campaigning, being like, "Willow's a fighter. It runs in the (gasps) family." Yes. I was was like, I was like, you're right. Nell was relentless, and Britt's a hero. (laughs) Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is just so (laughs) bizarre to me. I'm like, why are you using that moment? like it's there's like zero tact and then Michael sits down with these two people that in no way at all are considering what he's going through nope and then you have someone like Nina like I don't know how Michael does does it but he like ignores her like like <laughs> she sits like he's worried about his fiance and then you have her go like oh don't die I hope she does not die in there. You think she's dying? That would suck if my daughter came back to my life and then she just died. That would like This is what Sonny is doing in front of Michael. He's like, no way she'd come back in your life to just die. And I was like, you guys, he's right there. And then she out loud says all these things, like, you have lots to live for, blah, blah, blah. And then Michael joins in and does the out loud talking. I'm like okay cool and then he says some real stuff and like Nina just sits there and looks at him and it's just it's just so awkward and then I found even funnier so again obviously like Willow only kind of hears Michael at this point calling her back and then when Austin comes to deliver the news yes and oh by the way that baby was so cute and so but also not tiny not as tiny as they were to be Anyways. Because the baby is, like, not a newborn. The baby's, like, three months old, like, what I was watching yeah. <laughs> So, Austin comes to deliver the news that she's stable. And, like, Michael is relieved. And, again, Austin is delivering the news to Michael. And then you have Nina, like, oh, my gosh. I, like, she's having this whole saga to herself, right? Like, this yes. is what's bizarre to me. Like, I get it. It's complicated. She's having all these mixed nice feelings. But it's, like, she's showing up there just having this, like, Outer experience. And I actually mean that. She's like on the outer, outer realm of everything, <laughs> just having, but she's taking her outer experience and pushing it inward to other people. And it's awkward. Like, again, like you have the right to react. It just doesn't fit with where Michael is. Like, it needs to be separate. And putting it together is so hard to watch. And she's like, thank you so much for saving my daughter. And again, Michael just hugs Asa and ignores the crap out of her. So, like, all of this, and look what happens. You have, like, zero access to her. Yeah. And, she tri- and she tried. Like, this is what I mean. Like, what would have happened from yesterday and today where it would be different for you and Willow? Because she's like, let me try something new. Okay? <laughs> I'm just going to run in I th- the room. <laughs> I think I know. I think I know how I can help her. I'm going to walk in there, and I'm going to tell her. Tell oh, me all yes, your 16. deepest, darkest secrets, okay? <laughs> this is what I think should happen. I think, I think what I could do for you is make you trust me. Cause it would feel good for you to tell me things that you can't tell Michael, right? Because Michael, you know, Whoa, he can't, yeah. he can't, he can't handle this, <laughs> you know, and like you can't tell other people things, but you can. You could tell me. And this is about you, Willow, by the way. Like not at all. Not at all. Is this about me? And Willow's like, um, I don't really feel comfortable. <laughs> Just with you being my confidant today, right? do you mind? Oh. Like, let's give it a week. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's like, Oh my gosh. It's just like, like, but I know it sounds bad, but that's sort of what I want to see. Like how far can, how far will Nina go? Like, I'm really kind of curious. Like, how unhinged can we get? Because, like, <laughs> she's so focused on Carly that I just want to see this go down. Because, like, she's like, oh, Carly, everyone forgives her and loves her. And, like, no one forgives me. And I'm like, because you can barely say sorry. Like, you can barely own yourself. And so, like, when Willow gets wheeled out, and I did, like, a story about it. I love how, like, from really far... Nina kept trying to grab her like I'm just almost no you're like so far you're not close like you're not near like any of this like you have a lot of work to do like it is possible to get close to your daughter but like it takes time so even when she went into the room and walked out she told Sunny like she doesn't want to have anything to do with me I'm like today like dude like give it some time like so every time you go to see Willow and it doesn't work and trust me it's not going to work for possibly years to come it's not going to work but is every time are you gonna go back to sunny and be like it failed like unfortunately if if your goal is to like be in willow's life it means you're gonna have to take a lot of hits because you harmed her a lot you know what it goes back to what it goes back to the spencer nicholas conversation yes right like you hurt me a lot you're gonna have to like earn stuff blah 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 so again nina has no concept about how to like earn the things in her life it's like now feels entitled to them so I that's the thing like I'm I'm I know how she feels about Carly but then it's like her daughter is getting wheeled away and then Carly gets to go right up to her and gets to say like I love you I know that you know oh but then they ended it all like 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 a little cheese you know what i mean we're like nina and carly stand together and then they go off in their separate ways
1: well that scene when she goes into the elevator and you know there's drew and carly on one side and mm-hmm. nina and sunny on the other side it just makes me think about what we talk about like the alternate universe of each other you yes know, you know, like they're the okay, twisted version okay. so seeing that scene just made me giggle because it's like we haven't really had that visual in that way before just us talking yeah. about it
0: No. Yeah. Okay. Not cheese. It was funny watching that like side by side comparison, but like, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how this goes, like how, how far under her skin can Carly get? And like, will she kind of go to the SEC or something more? Because again, vague charges, just like the Nell charges, they were vague.
1: I think that the baby's name will be Caroline and then she will lose her last. Do you
0: think, do you think really, (laughs) really? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm super curious to know what is going to happen there, but yeah, I'm looking forward to watching, um, I don't know, this play out a little bit more and I kind of want to see this war start. She's planning it, and she's planning it in secret. And I'm just curious, you know, like, the last time they battled, you know, Sunny comfortably stood by Nina. And I guess I kind of wonder, what what you going to do now, Sunny? Like, do you plan on taking your seat next to Nina as she goes after your family? And who do you consider family any longer? Because the thing is, she's going to go after Carly. So I want to see how that's going to go.
1: I know, me too Oh my goodness, okay So we covered all of the big storylines So we're going to do a little lightning round Um, Okay Anna, Valentine, Felicia That whole scene
0: Okay, main thing there for me that I noticed Is Mm -hmm. when Anna was talking She spoke of her frustration of missing Christmas with her family And she makes the point of mentioning Emma Yes so, I kind of feel like, is that a hint of her coming back? Also super sweet of um, Felicia to go get to go get Charlotte for Valentine. Oh, and loved it. I will refrain from any comments. Felicia's been a great PI. She's been super awesome in pushing stories forward. So, I'm going to go no comment when she talks about, like, I miss the girls when I was, like, out on adventures and i know what this is like and i'm like "Mm, i'm gonna save my snarky comments about that phase of her life
1: i know i tried to ignore it so much she definitely gets a star for that scene because of her allergy pill comment and she doesn't have allergies and that she understands the whole valentine thing but the part that i liked is that she doesn't want him to know that she can know. So that he can live in fear
0: <laughs> I thought that was so cute but also I wondered like the cabin can't have only one bedroom so when she was <laughs> giving cool. Anna and Valentina alone time I was like could you not like find another room but whatever whatever teach his own exactly
1: right okay so there is the Trina Joss scene about you know them kind of t- talking but not really talking but dancing around a lot of stuff
0: yeah and i mean trina straight up asked her be like look spencer think there's something else going on so i look forward to their real girl talk um about all of that um mm-hmm. also just esme i'm just really happy mm-hmm. because all the time i'm like she doesn't think it's weird that she slept with her boyfriend's dad but it turns out she didn't know didn't and she know. found out so i was so happy I was so happy to watch her react to it. I don't know how many times she must have said, like, she kept confirming that Spencer was at one point her boyfriend.
1: Yeah. I'm not,
0: I'm not understanding. I felt really bad for her. And, like, the fact that she thinks that signing over her parental rights is temporary because this guy, her boyfriend's daddy, told her that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, but, oh, like, boy. you have Heather they're guiding her, but it looks like they're going to, like, kidnap her. That's confusing. And those are crappy parents.
1: It's scary (laughs) as heck.
0: (laughs) I know. It's just because, like, when Trina says that, like, Esme's baby didn't win, like, the parent lottery, I'm like, well, honestly, not in comparison to, like, Esme herself.
1: Right? She's actually doing so much better. While amnesia. Esme is doing great.
0: Yeah, honestly, I love her. I'm like, don't ever remember. Never remember what I want to say, you know, like, that's
1: right. I truly love her this way, and I do hope that she doesn't remember. That being said, uh, there was a, actually a kind of cute scene between Elizabeth, no longer Lizzie, and her mother. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, indeed, there was. There was some sort um, of mild, lukewarm feelings there.
0: Okay, look. Elizabeth appreciates her mom respecting her name and also respecting her boundaries, 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 words yes, that Nina's they're ever real.
1: heard.
0: <laughs> but, but I feel so bad for Elizabeth, like really bad, because while her mother did maybe some good things, I guess, by like being honest with Nicholas, was it? I can't get over it what she said to her when she goes, I know Nicholas has been around for some very important events that we missed out on. I'm like, you mean her life? Yeah. He was, he was there. He was there for her whole life. I was like, I just feel so bad for this girl. Her parents keep like twisting the knife. Like we abandoned you and we just keep reminding you of this like all the time. Yeah.
1: Brutal. So brutal. And okay. So,
0: Ooh, Sorry, other thing. Okay, once again, they are bonding Elizabeth and Esme. So now Elizabeth is protective of Esme. And the other thing that struck me was remember, she loses her memory. But when she meets Nicholas, she has a weird gut of like, I don't really trust him. But when she met Elizabeth with her amnesia, she immediately leaned on her and trusted her.
1: That's true.
0: What's up with that? <laughs> we still don't know. Don't know. Still don't know. We're in the not knowing phase. And as we move through it, we'll keep you posted.
1: Uh, one thing I did really like is when Willow had a moment to honor Britt when she was in the delivery room because they're related, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> wait, sh- wait. She had a moment. What'd she do? Oh, she brought up Britt,
1: <laughs> right? She brought a Brit. She just wanted to thank her for, you know, discovering that she had leukemia, helping her through the process and just being really oh gosh, kind and supportive.
0: Damn it. I gotta rewatch that so I could soak it in better.
1: It was lovely because again, like she didn't get to go to the memorial. She's going through her own heaviness, but she knew Brit, but now it's like there's this tie, like genetic tie to her that yeah. will make the loss may be different when she feels better.
0: Because they had some bonding moments, right? That's why it's kind of upsetting because but that's the thing. They knew this whole time. They had a really cool scene I remember of Brit consoling Willow, and I was so curious to see what that would be like. But like maybe like Brit's gonna have a second namesake. That's what I was wondering. <gasps> Anyways, like
1: Yes, Brit you. Caroline.
0: Oh my Are <laughs> I don't know, but like Nina's gonna go berserk. And I'm like, ah <laughs> uh... <laughs> um can, can i have some space to just uh <laughs> some you know for what you know for who <laughs> i was curtis. trying to avoid it but take the stage yeah no no, 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 no. I, got, I got like so drew talks to curtis and then curtis is like oh my god you can't possibly like get back with her and i was just like i don't know like you're grown adults. Like you just don't kind of tell people or assume somebody broke up or say all these things. Like it's so yes. judgmental. Like Curtis wants everyone like out of his business, but then to full blown be <laughs> like you dodged a bullet, like, no, thank you. I don't like her lying is super bad. And yeah. to hold, and to like and to like keep people separate like that, like holding the truth. And I'm just like, but Curtis, Nina kept Sonny from his family and and like you were legit supportive like I don't think he really ever even said anything to her about it and he even mourned Sonny like he's friends with the guy and I remember the first time Michael bumped into Nina after that happened like at the Savoy immediately Curtis stepped in to defend Nina like he didn't even allow like Michael to like be angry at her yes and I find it funny that he barely had a reaction to Nina's lie, but is devastated that, like, Carly would lie. And then when other people lie to him, it's terrible, but I found out something. You did. Like, family lies. It's different. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, okay,
0: okay. And I was like, oh, that's new information, but, but, technically... Technically, Jordan is family, she was your sister-in-law, <laughs> so, you know, So she, like, you share the same last name, before you even got married and started sharing the last name, it made it easy actually, because your brother already gave it to her <laughs>
1: Oh my word you're down and dirty I know I can't <laughs> help
0: it I can't help it he's just so like lying so bad but I'm gonna be super judgmental and I'm like dude like I just can't wait for this secret to happen he's like I can't get past life altering secrets but Nina held a life altering secret I'm just so excited to see how he reacts to Portia like I'm so excited
1: <laughs> so excited Me too. I love an explosive wedding.
0: (laughs) I do. But I also love that they came kind of full circle with that. Oh, that's what I meant earlier. Okay. So they came (laughs) full circle (laughs) because earlier with, with Stella, that's what I noticed. Um, they came full circle with Stella's old match, right? Because remember she had that like relative in Europe, but we're all like, but what happened with her poor Charles match that disappeared, but came back full circle. And they also reconnected the fact that like Curtis was there at the start of Nina's like daughter hunt. Going on a daughter hunt. <laughs> Started with a fake one, <laughs> then found the other two. <laughs> okay,
1: I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Chase, Chase. So what do you think? <laughs> it's just, like that girl is like, I need you, and he's like a cop, right? So he wants to help, and then he's like, I don't know about this, and then he sees like, like a guy link touch her her like knee knee area and he seemed like really (laughs) angry about this but i'm also angry because i'm like are you like what are you doing brooklyn like maybe have you not learned anything like stop lying and tell him like i have this potential contract like honestly i don't like they cannot survive another thing Like if she signs an nda that she's not going to say anything and then he finally gets that other girl to like turn on link and then brooklyn can't help Like, I don't know. I'm just, like, super annoyed with her at this point. Like, I want them together, but it's just getting ridiculous.
1: It is. So the only thing, the lie I told myself to hope that this gets somewhere is that he will get his badge back. And his first case will have to be to continue this ruse to kind of go undercover to get more information. So I need my friend to not sign this paper I do think there's going to be some flirty-flirty with him and this other woman first.
0: Yes, For
1: In order for Brooklyn to straighten herself out. Like, I don't think Brooklyn is ready for, like, this adult relationship.
0: No, she keeps, like, doing stupid things. Also, one more thing. One (laughs) more thing.
1: Okay. Famous line.
0: (laughs) Okay, so when Trina and Spencer were in the chapel alone in a private room... (gasps)
1: They yes. decided to
0: leave the private room and go into a hallway to ah. listen to a secret video. And I was like, guys, what are you doing? That's funny. because No I headphones.
1: Answer. No headphones. It was so weird, right? That's true. I forgot about that. But I thought you were going to say that because the two of them were in the chapel alone. Another clue to that. Being-
0: <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> there was another clue there was another clue too someone pointed out that curtis said something you would think like stella and Mm -hmm. marshall were like the cake toppers or something
1: but what do we think that means
0: well people were i forget what people meant by this (laughs) (laughs) but something about like Stella and Marshall, obviously. I forget if it was in the past or present. Like, are they his parents? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> we'll
1: Just carry carry on to put on that. that out
0: there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing. This. I mean, it's our podcast. You share your brain thoughts, and then I try yes. to wrap them up and move along. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds good. (laughs) So, we're going to go to stars and favorite lines. I'm going to give my favorite line first this time because you always freak out. So, I'm going to go first with the line and then we can both throw stars together. Okay. So, my favorite line is Michael and Austin. And Austin saying, What? You didn't picture yourself dressed like a big blue marshmallow? That's not your thing.
0: Very cute. So cute. You? I don't know. I think I might have said my line already. I, 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 might, I may have read a line earlier. If anybody wants to rewind and check that out, um. <laughs> rewind. How old are we?
1: Okay, so <laughs> rewind. Be kind. Okay, so um, in terms of stars, yeah, I give a star to Brit and that whole memorial. What about you?
0: Yes, mm-hmm. that one hundred percent. I want stars star to, to Brad. Brad. Spencer, Dad. Trina. Obrecht, that, yes. Um, Willow, uh, Harmony. Jordan's face for, acting. Jordan, 100%. That was so good. Um, yeah. Stella for being so funny with her guesses. Portia for being unhinged.
1: Okay, I'm not going to lie. This is Heather's momming skills. Like, it's still yes, funny. Star for Esme, <laughs> that
0: that whole Weber fam
1: um, and I put a note for you. Were you so happy to hear the voiceover for new Nicholas?
0: I was, I really enjoyed that. And I was also ha- happy to see that guy again, right? Cause he's the actor from power. Yes, that's true. Welcome
1: back. Oh my God, we did it. We, oh my goodness. We talked about all of the things. We covered all of the stuff. Oh, that's a wrap. Have a fantastic weekend.
0: Bye. Bye. <coughs>